The OMTG Taps is brought to you by StarCityGames.com. On February 26th and 27th, the StarCityGames.com Open Series hits Washington, D.C., and this event is going to be huge. We're talking hundreds of players, over $17,000 in cash prizes for the standard Legacy and Draft Opens, 18 SCG Invitational slots up for grabs, SCG Players Club benefits, live coverage courtesy of Big Head Joe and I on SCG Live, tons of side events, and as much Magic the Gathering as we can pack into one weekend. So make plans to join StarCityGames.com in D.C., and we'll see you there. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 56 of Yo MTG Taps. I'm Big Head Joe, and in Joey's absence, because he is, well, not currently, but as you hear this, he is in Paris for the Magic Weekend, and it also, you know, happens to be one of those, like, romantic holidays that, like, us, you know, Magic players don't really know too much about, um... I'm joined by a man who actually knows about romantic holidays because he's married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the Mothership and Monday Night Magic and everywhere else's own Adam Staborski. Hi, everybody. Adam's here with me this week. He's a super sub. He's a utility infielder. He is capable of playing multiple positions, and I plan on getting him in every single one of them by the end of this episode. So, uh, today we're going to talk about uh, time travel. We're going to talk about Mirrodin Besieged. We're going to talk about EDH. We're going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. We're going to start by talking about pre-release experiences. Now, I know at this point, the pre-release is two weeks in the rear view, but usually when I have Adam on, it's uh, right around the time of the pre-release because, you know, we're hanging out and uh, we've got the Podcaster 5000 and we're recording stuff with him. But uh, Joey, since we've been recording on Skype, Joey did not bring the Podcaster 5000 to the pre-release, so we were unable to do that um, on Sunday. So instead... I am on Skype now, and uh, I guess we can talk about some of the experiences we had over the weekend. First of all, uh, you know, the faction pack thing was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. I came rocking temporary Phyrexia tattoos on both of my wrists. Um, and whenever people asked me, like, you know, like the TOs and stuff were like, uh, what faction are you? I'd just flash my wrists, and they'd be like, oh, <laughs> all right. I had got a lot of questions. Is that permanent? Is that are those, are those permanent? And of course they weren't. Although putting them on there, I was like, you know what? I would totally rock a Phyrexian tattoo on my wrist. Like for real, I would rock that. For for a split second, I thought you did. I mean, I didn't know there were temporary tattoos, so I thought either well, either that's magic marker, or Joe just finally pulled the trigger, went off the deep end. Actually, on New Year's, um, we were supposed we had a New Year's Eve party here at my house and. We were going to have a guy who does tattoos here, but I was going to get the five circles from the back of a magic card. Just a real simple, real subtle five circles. I was going to get it tattooed on my wrist, but dude never showed up, so never had a chance to do that. I'm considering that, though. I think I might wind up getting that tattoo sometime in the next, like, you know, maybe in the next year. Because I, I, this game is going nowhere for me at this point. This game will be here with me until I'm dead, so... I figure that's something really subtle without screaming, I'm a dork. 
So you were gunslinging at the regional pre-release down at College Park, uh, which yep. was a pretty awesome location. Uh, I had a good time there. Uh, Boardwalk Fries right over there, which was uh, pretty awesome. We had a we had a massive we had a, ch- a chili a chili and cheese lake uh, that was kind of um, being absorbed by a couple of French fries. Yeah, it was more like it was more like we had a chili cheese stew and we threw in noodles of french fries. Yeah, it was it was incredible. It was so good. Uh, so you know, we hit up some lunch, uh, played some cards. I played in the main event and I went O two drop. Uh, actually, uh, you got uh, you know frequent listeners to our podcast would know my buddy Tim. I scooped to him because I had to play him round two. It was really funny. Round one, I was 0-1. My buddy David was 0-1, and Tim was 0-1. And I was joking with Tim. I'm like, now we're going to get paired up. That's it. We got to get paired up, you know? And I'm just, like, kind of talking smack with Tim. Like, uh, I was teasing him. I'm like, yeah, we're going to play. We're going to play. And then the pairings come, and I'm actually playing David. (laughs) So so I sit down across from David, and we start shuffling up. And then they call repair. And I was like, see, Tim, I told you. I told you we have to get paired up. So they do the repair, and of course me and Tim are paired up, right? So (laughs) I sit down across from Tim. We start playing games. We each take a game. We're like two minutes till time. And I didn't want to have to give him a draw. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I didn't want to have to give either one of us a draw. And I was kind of... I don't know. My head, my head wasn't in the in the space for play, and I was kind of totally trading mindset that day. So I scooped to him. I was just like, "Here, you got game three. Go get, go win yourself a pack or two, You know, like, yeah. So and he did. He actually, I think he went two two. So he won a pack. So yeah, good. You know, I've, done, I've done that. I've done that before, for friends. It's nice. Yeah, I mean, that was that was literally the difference between him getting one pack and no packs. You know, because he would have been one two one otherwise. But instead, you know, I got him to, uh, you know. I gave him that win. So that was nice. And I went and went, made the real money in trading. <laughs> That's how I roll every time. You know, it's so hard trading with people at FNM now because my roommate and my buddy Noyan, who, who you all heard on episode 54, um, <laughs> they're always just, like, coming by me, like, whenever I'm trying to trade with people, they just go, dun dun like, like, Jaws. <laughs> Shark in the water. So, <laughs> it, it's funny. I actually, Noyan wore his Jaws shirt to FNM one week for me, which I thought was really funny. Actually, and I, I tried, that was the other thing. When I did the Banff cast, originally that was going to be a separate thing, but then we did it as taps. The original music I had used for that was the Jaws theme. <laughs> because I, you know, at first it wasn't going to be on Star City, so there was no, like, copyright you know, restrictions or anything like that. So I used the Jaws theme. Also used the Million Dollar Man theme at one point in that too, but all of that had to be edited out. But so I, you know, so I went 0-2 drop at the pre-release. Um, you know, nothing exciting to report in playing. I opened a Tezzeret in my packs, which I was really excited about. Now, Adam was gunslinging, and Adam started with a... You started with Phyrexian pool, is that right? Yeah, I, I, I actually played Phyrexian all day. I didn't end up uh, getting a chance to switch. So your pool was pretty sick, wasn't it? I mean, like, you had so much stuff, like, you couldn't even use some of it. You had to ditch the cough, right? Did you ever run the cough? No, I uh, I only had I only had a total of six red cards. 
I mean, if if you haven't read the, uh, if you didn't catch the Daily MTG article, I I, uh, I listed out there. But um, before the first flight started, I was the only, basically the only person with product. You know, the judges were still getting stuff ready, and you know, I was trying to get ready to to play against people. So three packs of scars, three packs of the Frixian faction rich booster pack, and uh, open Molten Tail Masticore, then Koth, then Mimic Bat, then Black Sun Zenith, then Mirror Works, then Praetor's Cancel. It was like half a pool of mythics, just completely disturbing and awesome on so many levels. Yeah, and of course I was also open Arc Trail, Arc Trail Shatter and two Iron Mers. And so I'm pretty sure I should have been greedy and just forced two mountains, two Iron Mers, and those two cards in, just because they're you know also happen to be pretty good, I hear. I so would have been greedy. Even though I was Frexian, I definitely went black green and you know, I had, like, the two emissaries, two Rotwolves, two Flesh Eater Imps, which were, like, you know, my MVPs for infecting. Probably the biggest takeaways that, that I that I would have to offer is that um, if you open a Culling Deus in a Scars pack, it's actu- it's it's absolutely 